When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Thank you guys so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Every single Monday night, 7 p.m., at least off and on right now. Hey, we're getting there. Fucking just bring her down. What's up, Brittany Benjamin? Um, Yeah, we're just getting the live started. It just started, just now. I'm sure you popped in. You're like, oh, isn't that sad? One person on his fucking live stream. Listen, it takes time to build these things. I mean, listen, if you stick around for like 30 minutes or so, we might get like seven or eight, okay? Give me a moment. We had this thing built up for quite some time, and then everybody goddamn took off because I left. We were doing it at 9.30 a.m. every single morning, and then it all got changed, and now my algorithm, every time I go live, Facebook's or uh, Instagram is like, nope, sorry, dude. You bailed on us. So now people don't know what to do. Instagram is like confused when I show up and I'm like, hey, I want to do a live thing. And they're like, yeah, no, fucking sorry, dude. Doesn't work that way. And I am, listen, very low expectations. Upgraded all my cameras, got a bunch of new gear. And then in the meantime, Instagram decided that they were going to Fuck over everybody who wanted to do professional quality live videos and do it with extra cameras, do it like do it with all the but they were like, no, nah, man. Uh Brittany, where did you get your hat? Uh picked it up at a where the hell did I get this? Uh it's a sports store. I believe it was the Mall of America. Thing about this hat is this is my Montreal Expos hat is that when I f- saw this hat, immediately I know I knew right away, oh shit, I need that. What's up, Liz? How are you? Hi, D. What's up, Steph Rizal? I knew I needed this hat immediately, and I bought it, and then became obsessed with old logos. I don't give a shit about the team. I just want kick-ass logos from back in the day. I want an awesome Expos hat. I want an old-school Milwaukee Brewers hat. You find me a Hartford Whalers hat? Hartford? The Whale, they beat Vancouver once, maybe twice in a lifetime. Where's that movie from? <sighs> Liz, where should I take my gal friend this Friday or Saturday for a comedy show? I don't know who's in town this weekend. Uh, Steve Gillespie is actually in town. I believe he's going to be on the Tom Bernard podcast with us on Friday. Steve, very funny, from Minneapolis, now has relocated. Relocated or relocated? I say relocated. 
has now relocated to Denver. Going to be back in town, Laugh Camp. Two shows, one Friday, one Saturday. He'll be at Laugh Camp. Very funny guy. I'm out of town this weekend. I take a little bit of time off in May. I have shows coming up. Basically, on May 12th, I'm doing Don't Tell Comedy. I'd love to tell you where it is, but I don't know yet. Also, if you wanted to buy tickets for that, go to DontTellComedy.com, buy tickets. Then they tell you where it is and who's going to be headlining that night. I mean, shit, they've had Michael Che come in. Chad Daniels has headlined those shows before, so it's fucking gangbusters. You never know what you're going to get. I'll be opening that show. I think there's like three or four other comics on that bill, but that'll be fun. And then May 19th through the 20th, I'm going to be in Oklahoma City opening for Adam Carolla. You can go to my website, rudypovich.com. Four shows, two Friday, two Saturday. Never been to Oklahoma City. I did remember as I was booking this show, I'm like, I feel like I've been somewhere... I feel like I, I mentioned Oklahoma City in a lot of the voiceovers that I do, and then it dawns on me, oh, shit, I'm the voiceover, I'm the voice guy for a chain of casinos, the biggest one being a place called Salt Creek Casino, but I hit up the marketing director from Salt Creek Casino. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be in town, man. Why don't you guys come to the show? I'd love to come check it out. And he's like, when you're in town, if you watch TV, if you listen to the radio, if you come to the casino... Your voice is all over Oklahoma City. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I kind of hope there's a little bit of me that somebody has decided that they have given up their life to gambling and it's time to take control. And then they said they heard my commercial and the voiceover was so goddamn convincing that they decided (laughs) that they were going to... They were going to throw away their months of gambling sobriety all because my docile tones got them right back into the goddamn swing of things. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm feeling a little embarrassed. These fucking numbers are dismal on, on Instagram. Because listen, everybody, we listen, if we work really hard, sometimes we can get up to 10 people on Instagram, which that sounds... I, listen, here's the deal. I have come to the realization that all of the numbers, all of the followers, all that, it doesn't mean bullshit. It means nothing. The people that hang out on my Instagram are a fun following. They're cool people. We all interact and get along, and that is what it is all about. I don't give two shits about, no, oh, my view, my fucking video got 47,000 views. Who gives a fuck? Hang out with the people. Dance with who brought you. Like Scooter? Scooter brought me. I dance with Scooter. Kim, you too. Lori, I haven't met you yet, but we're getting there. Jamie, see? These are all the people. Dance with who brought you. I hate that. I had this conversation at work today because uh, hopefully you guys have been listening to the Tom Bernard Show. It's a good show. It's fun. We have a great time every morning. Brittany Arneson makes me laugh more than anybody right now. She's so goddamn personable and funny. But the thing about that show is, um, you know, it's got massive numbers. And the thing about those numbers are those are people that are seeking us out. They have sought, you have, it takes a lot to be able to get somebody to pick up their goddamn phone and seek you out. And then on top of it, stick around for three hours a day. That's a lot, man. 
So they talk about, you know, there's like a, in radio, there's like, hey, well, what's your cum? How many people you got? And people go, oh, we got we got a cum of 500,000 people. Well, fucking great, man. How long did they stick around? Do they know anybody on the show? Are they engaging? Are they coming to events? Are they sticking around? Are they sharing, you know, some of the content? No. You get 500,000 people, but of that, maybe 5,000 really know you. Where our numbers every day, any given time, we got 50,000 people that are streaming that thing. Those people sought us out. They wanted to see what we were up to. And that fucking feels good, man. Feels good going out and having people be like, hey, I listen to the show. Just this weekend, I did a the Hamburg, Minnesota Fire Department function. Luncheon? Bizarre. I don't know what the fuck you call that thing. But anyway... I was down there and this lady came up to me and she was like, when you walked in, I was like, I think I know that guy. And then it fucking dawns on her like, oh shit. Yeah. That's the guy from the radio. Wanted a picture. It was very fucking cool. We had a good time, man. But I was like, by the way, you got to, you know, pivot, seek us out. Sarah McPeck. How are you? Glad to see you're doing so well, man. That side-by-side picture you posted of yourself. If you guys don't know Sarah McPeck, follow her on all the socials. God damn. She's awesome. And, uh, Yeah. Just a, just a, just a peach, just a lovely lady, just a great person who just wants to see other people succeed. God damn it, man. You know what? I was having this thought just yesterday. I came across somebody that I kind of, and, and not in a dickish way, but I had to kind of like fucking tell him, you know, man, here's the deal. Um, it's one thing to want to, it's, it's one thing to want to succeed. It's another to be hating on somebody who is succeeding because you are not. Hi, Tara. Nice to see you. Hi, Tara. Don't call me Tara Tara. It's been a while. It's been a while since I could hold my head up high. It's been a while since I said I'm sorry. Yeah. So that's what I'm, but that's a thousand percent serious when I say this, is that other people's successes do not make you a failure. Please remember that. Every time somebody goes out and fucking does something great, it's not to shit on you. Every time you go out and talk shit about somebody who is succeeding, that is to shit on them. Don't get that confused, everybody. What's up? What's up, Johnny? Funny Johnny. What's up, dude? How are you? Nice to see you, my man. Hi, Cassie. Nice to see you as well. So, yeah. Um, But I had this nice conversation. If you guys don't know comedian Lily Meyer, Lily and I did a, uh, we did two shows Saturday night. We did the Hamburg Fire Department in Hamburg, Minnesota. Lovely people. Which the, the captain, the chief of police, looked exactly like Farva from Super Troopers. So, that guy came up and gave me a drink while I was on stage. And I was like, I, th- I think it's Nick. Nick was his name. N- super nice guy. Fucking awesome dude. And I was like, and just, and I, I thought everybody would be in on this when I said it. And I go, Nick, has anybody told you you look just like Farva from Super Troopers? The place went fucking bananas. Turns out nobody had ever called him Farva before. Nobody had thought of him as a Farva. Turns out I was the first one to say it, and now everybody that night called him Farva. <laughs> and I felt so bad because I was like, ah, oh, dude, now I, I've created a monster. No one wants to see Marshall no more. They want Farva. He's chopped liver. 
I felt like such a dick about it. I was like, fuck, dude. I'm so sorry, man. So anyway, we uh, we watched it. What's up, Oopty? Hi, Owen. Dude, good to see you, man. Hopefully you guys are doing well. So I, um, I had a nice conversation with, uh, with Lily about this because then Lily and I, because as I have said this before, and everybody who has been listening to this podcast knows, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and we were talking about certain clubs and somebody kind of alluded to the fact that, hey man, like, uh, you know, you really shouldn't be talking because you got your in by somebody who's you're friends with, who is a, a much more bigger comic than the rest of us. And I was like, yeah, you're totally right. I won't deny that. But if I would have gone up there and fucking sucked, you, they don't ask you back, dude. That's just the way it is. So you have to be good, regardless of who you're friends with. If you suck, fucking dude, you ain't, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's sports, if it's writing, if it's music, just because you're friends with someone doesn't mean shit, dude. You really got to be able to bring it. You got to work on your own craft. And Lily and I drove after this because I've told you guys about the shit gigs, man. And I don't think I've done a podcast since. Uh, it's been a while, but the, one of the last ones I did, it was right before I did a uh, gig at a senior living home. Fucking Jesus God. Here's the thing. If you're going to book a comedian for a senior living home, Book that shit at like two in the afternoon, okay? You either want them just pre-nap or post-nap. You don't want them in the middle of dinner, 6 p.m. These fucking people are sitting down eating chicken, uh, uh, chicken Kiev and rice. This might be their last meal ever. Do you really think they want to sit and listen to me? I had to do a half hour. It was the longest half hour of my life. At some point, I just started walking around and I was like, this is dumb. Why am I even trying... Why am I trying to do any material with these people? They, have, they don't give two fucks about it. Jesus Christ. Half of them are doped up on some sort of pills. And it's a nice assisted living place. I mean, we're talking like this is like 10 G's a month. It's, it's nice. They, these people got dough. Why they had me come there, I have absolutely no idea. I sat there to fucking crickets. And at some point I thought, you know what? You, you, you've, you've, you've done these. We're done. It's the last one. Don't ever do another one. Regardless of how good the money is, you're past it now. And I left there that day and I made myself that promise. And then, 37 minutes later, a booker called me and said, Hey, you want to do an overnight prom party in St. Clair, Minnesota? And of course, since I'm a whore, I was like, Yeah, absolutely I want to do a goddamn overnight prom party. It's an hour away from where we're already going to be. So I texted Lily and said, Hey, uh... You want to ride with me? I'm picking up an extra gig. You're more than welcome to come. You do time in front of me. I'll give you 75 bucks. She's like, if I don't have to pay money for gas. I said, listen, I'll take you to my favorite pizza place of all time, Pally Ice Pizza in Mankato, Minnesota. So we go. We have pizza. We get there early because we were slated to start at 1 a.m. These kids are fucking dog tired. They don't want to watch comedy at 1 a.m. Christ, I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a night owl and a drunk, and I don't want to watch comedy at 1 a.m. So I said, uh, I said, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to this place super early. We're going to roll in. And then when we roll in, the second we get there, we're going to set our shit up. Because they want us to go on at 1. But I know how these things work. So we're going to get there right at 11 when the door is open. We're going to set our shit up. And then they will have us start early. And she goes, I kind of feel weird about just going down there and hanging out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going. All right? We're going to. We're fucking, listen, 
We're putting wheels up. It's cannonball run time. We're going to St. Clair, Minnesota to do the overnight prom party. You guys batten down the hatches, everyone. Pirates are coming. So we get to the high school, and Lily's like, so what can we do for content? I'm like, be a little dirty. I know it feels weird. I know there's going to be parents around. I know it feels awkward. Be a little dirty. Don't go too hard in the paint because then we won't get asked back. And then you never want to get a bad report to the booker. But be a little dirty. These kids are watching stuff on their phones. They're using language. You remember what it was like to be 17 and 18 years old. Do that. So they set us up in this gymnasium. I haul out the PA. We get it all set up. We got an hour and 45 minutes to kill. If anybody ever wants to talk about having it on easy street in this business, Lily Myers and I shot baskets for an hour and 45 minutes because they did not let us go on. And, oh, wait, hang on. Let me redo that math. For an hour and 15 minutes because we did start early. Because I told I'm like, listen, let's not get there at, at 12.50. Let's get there at 11 because they might ask us to go on at 12.15. Then we can do our hour and get the fuck out of there. So we get there. They ask us to go on. It's like 12.25. So yeah, we literally shot baskets for an hour and 20 minutes. We got in the car. We started driving home. And I told Lily, I'm like, hey, this is all paying dues, man. I I know they suck. They're awful to do. But listen, it could be worse. You could have been, you got up. You, if you're, as I was one time told by somebody after I bombed my ass off, if you're killing all the time, you're not getting better. If you really want to get good, you got to bomb because then that makes you figure things out. You have to realize why things work and how, why some things don't. And we got in the car and I was like, well, now you did that. Now it's done. And she was like, yeah, you're right. That wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Don't get me wrong. It sucked. I'm like, yeah, that all sucks. Hi, Alina. Nice to see you. What's up, Kimberly Ashland? Hi, nice to see you. Um, what else has been going on? Was up at House of Comedy last week for their funniest person with a day job contest. I was one of the judges that night. Good crew. Man, there's this kid named Josh DeLay right now who is just, dude, he is such a good comic. We walked out into the lobby and I said, hey man, congratulations. And he said, thank you. And I said, imagine how funny you would be if you actually worked at this. (laughs) Which I miss the fact that there's a lot of comics nowadays. Nobody busts balls. Nobody busts each other's balls here in Minneapolis. Everybody is very PC. Nobody wants to upset anybody. You can't talk shit about the other comics. I, listen, here, every, every comic talks shit about other comics. I'm talking about being able to do it to their face in a fun and loving way. I miss that stuff. I miss the fact that you could be able to do that. And now those days are all gone. You can't. There was somebody one time uh, who was talking about a comic. They were playing video games, and he goes, "Man, I didn't realize that so and so was uh, was so good at at uh, what the hell did he say? I didn't realize he was so good at zombie killing." I said, "Yeah, you know what else he's really good at is killing the fucking crowd." <laughs> oh no, I, he's really good at killing momentum. That's what I said, and the whole table was like, "What the fuck, dude? What's your problem?" It's like what. They're like, you can't say that. I was like, why can't I say that? I'm like, he's a he's a comic. He should have thick skin. And that's what I do like about some of those uh some of those contests. Like a lot of these cats really gotta like that you you have to learn how to take some some hits, man. That part of it sucks. Part of it sucks. 
You got to learn how to bomb. You got to learn how people talk shit about you. But the biggest thing, you have to learn how to not care. That's the, that's the lesson there. Learn how to not give a shit about any of it. Move on, man. It's not going to matter. Just do your shit. They're going to hate you anyways. Just do what you're going to do. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't know why it is I felt compelled tonight, which by the way, if you're just hopping on to the live feed, uh, I got a couple of shows this month. I kind of took most of May off, but I am going to be doing Don't Tell Comedy. Buy tickets, donttellcomedy.com or also on my website, rudypovich.com. And then May 19th through the 20th, you'll be able to find me at Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City opening for Adam Carolla. Four shows all together. Uh, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. What's up, Tom? Nice to see you, my man. Uh, so anyway, we uh, I, want, I don't know why I thought of this story today. I've never told this story to anyone. And I thought, I thought well, you know, I'm really getting into the, the, the part of, you know, my process and writing things and bringing things on stage that are super uncomfortable to talk about. And not that it's things like I like uh, John Mulaney, John Mulaney, Mulaney, John Mulaney. He's got a new special out right now called Baby J. And in that special, he makes a comment about you're about to listen to one of the worst, crass, offensive stories you've ever heard. Now, please remember that while you are listening to this story, this is a story I am willing to tell. <laughs> <laughs> which I love that angle. This is a story that he is, think of how bad the other shit is if this terrible story you're about to hear is one that he is willing to put out there for the masses. That blew my mind. And I was like, he's right. You really have to be able to like get into some of that stuff. And there's a lot of stuff. And for whatever reason, I've just and it's not like this is a gross story or a weird story or an embarrassing story. It's just a story I've never told. And I don't know why. It's just, it's not like it's bad or it's going to be a going to ruin my reputation. If anything, you guys will probably think that I'm a, a little more kamikaze. But um, uh, Mira, Rudy, you're so good at cracking jokes on the spot. Best part of the show. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there were some good crowd work moments on that last show at House of Comedy. Sometimes I feel like I get a little above my skis when it starts going into the crowd. I feel much more comfortable just doing material. Because every time I go to the crowd, I feel like it's then I'm trying to be funny and things fall flat. So mostly I just sit and ask questions. You know, it's called crowd work. Make the crowd work. So just sit, ask questions until something pops and then dig on it for a little while and then try to figure out a way to get back into material. But what uh, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, this story. I don't know why I never told this story. It's always just stuck with me for some reason. And I've never told it. But when I was like 10 years old, I had come home one day and there was this thing. It was like a little, I don't know, it looked like, do you guys remember those water bottles? Uh, like the, the ones that they were pink or blue and you put hot water in them and they kind of had like a big thing. It almost looked like a whiskey bottle, you know, like a, like, a, like a flask. But they were usually pink or they were blue. And you put hot water in them. It was like a hot water bag. You know, you put it on like your... If you have a sore muscle, you'd put it on that, whatever it is. But it kind of looked like that, but it was made of rock. It was almost like desert rock. It was very porous, and I remember it being red. It had like a real crimson-y tone to it. 
And I saw this thing and I had picked it up. And I remember like the texture was real rough, but I noticed that you could, there was holes all the way through it. You could almost see, if you held it up to the light, you could see air coming through it. You could see light. So for whatever reason, I don't know why, but it was very porous. And it was like, it was like, like I said, it was like rock. And I don't know, it almost looked like, you know, when Ralphie puts a bar of soap in his mouth, I was like, it looks like the back end of a bar of soap. So I put this thing into my mouth and I blew. And when I when I blew on it, it made this cool whistle sound on the back side of it. It was almost like a... And I, for weeks on end, I would grab that thing when nobody was around and I'd put it on my mouth and I'd blow into it and I'd hear the... It was great. It was my little thing. No one was around. It was how I, I passed the time in Hibbing, Minnesota. Then one day, I come around the corner, and there is my stepdad in his bathrobe, watching the news, and he's got in his hand my whistle, a.k.a. his foot pumice stone <laughs> that he is using to fucking shave down the calluses... <laughs> <laughs> on his feet <laughs> it, it had been sitting on the coffee stand for weeks who knows how long this motherfucker had been using it I went up I was like I gotta go upstairs for a second I went upstairs I dry heaved and simultaneously cried for 45 minutes. I couldn't believe that I had fucking Oh my God. When I turned that corner, I saw my old man. When I saw that look, and he was just sitting there, bathrobe wide open, balls akimbo, just his fucking banner, just scrubbing his, you know, the calluses on the sides of his feet. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. Why has he got my... Oh, my God. That's my whistle. Not my whistle. Oh, my God. I've been putting my dad's pumice stone in my mouth. For the- <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Now, I've been sitting on that story. I am 42 years old now. That So, I've been sitting on that story for like 40... For 32 years. I've never, and like I said, it's not a gross story. It's not an awful, terrible story. It's just a story that I've always just sat on and have not, have never told anybody for whatever reason. And there it was, man. You know, back in like the 80s, when they would go, if you sleep with someone, you're sleeping with everyone they slept with. Every woman who has ever made out with me has also made out with my dad's big toe. Oh, my God. Oh, did the audio kick out? Oh, yeah. No, the audio must have kicked out because uh, we'll try that. Maybe it's coming back. Nah, because I bet the audio probably kicked back on for you guys. It um, no, I probably went away because there was uh, it, my low battery alert went off. So 
Usually I freak the fuck out about stuff like this. I lose my goddamn marbles, but I don't know. I'm at such a better place in life where I don't have to get angry about shit anymore. So yeah. So that's the story of me uh, sucking on my dad's pumice foot, foot pumice, foot pumice stone, pumice foot stone, pumice stone foot. Ooh, that sounds like a rich kid. Uh, you guys don't know pumice stone foot? No, pumice stone foot, man. He got a bouncy house at his last birthday party. Oh, it's the shit. There was a donkey and a clown. It was awesome. It was awesome. Ah, so yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, before I was so rudely interrupted by my phone, um, yeah, I don't know. I've never told that story. I'm going to try to maybe put it on. Uh, I'll try to bring it to life somehow. Is there a fast way to be able to tell that story? I don't know. We'll see what's up. But uh, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to drop a line. I know it's been a while since I've done a podcast. Uh, I will be coming back and doing a more professional style podcast in a new space with uh, some new gear and uh, a new platform. I don't know what, I don't know why Instagram decided to change things. They've made it very difficult for anybody who wants to do something professional with cameras and lights and all that shit. They've made it damn near impossible and it's frustrating as all hell. I don't know how we're going to be able to get it back up, but I promise you that at some point we will. Uh, like I said, check out my website. May 12th, I will be a part of Don't Tell Comedy. Not sure who's going to be headlining. Don't even know where it is. Why? Because it's called Don't Tell Comedy. You find out after you buy tickets. I find out the morning of. I mean, shit, Michael Shea has done this show before. Chad Daniels has done this show before. You never know who's going to end up headlining it. So it'd be very cool if you get a chance to, uh, to come on out. I will be as surprised as you are. And then uh, May 19th through the 20th, I'm going to be down in Oklahoma City. I will be at the Bricktown Comedy Club opening for the one and only Adam Carolla. May 19th and 20th, four shows all together, two Friday, two Saturday. Also, my girl, Crystal Marie, all the way from Los Angeles. She's going to be featuring on those shows. Oh, my God, man. I'm so fucking excited about it. So excited. Yeah. Um, be my first time flying first class. And I am going to destroy those free Bloody Marys. That is the part. I mean, don't get me wrong. The shows will be fun. But that two and a half hour flight of free booze, that's really what I am looking for. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for uh, stopping by. Like I said, May's going to be a little slow. I'm not going to be doing much. Trying to uh, hang out, get the cabin up and running, get the dock put out. I want to hang out and fish and just chill out before we really start kicking things into overdrive in June. And then, hey, man, we're... Dude, three months of uh, nice weather, then we get back into the fall time, and that's when things really start kicking up. So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, make sure to check me out on the Tom Bernard podcast. You can hear me every single morning, 7 to 10 a.m., stream live on the Tom Bernard app. And then after that, gets pushed out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you upload your podcast. Uh, what's up, Kristen? Nice to see you. Hi, Jim Norder. Nice to see you. What's up, Sass Boys? Sa- He's just a sassy boy. Sassy boy. I'm not your boy toy. Whose professional wrestling entrance theme was that? Huh? Anyways, check out the website. Show's coming up. Check out my merch. I got some brand new stuff up. That's a lie. I don't know why I said that. It's not new. It's the same old shit, but you can find it on my website. And then hopefully this podcast kicks up again. May the week before we probably head over to Oklahoma City. I'm hoping to be up by then before we get into May 19th and 20th. That week, that Monday before is when I have want to have a new system set up so we can do the podcast live professionally 
dude, this isn't some fucking podunk ass radio station. Listen, we're not KXLP out of Mankato. Nah, we're not WGIX out of Birmingham, Alabama. No, we're a goddamn syndicated podcast. I don't know where I'm going with any of this. Hi, Lorianne. Nice to see you. Anyway, check out my website, rudypovich.com. Check out the dates, and hopefully we'll catch you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and hopefully soon, every single Monday night, 7 p.m., we go live on Instagram. Until then, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.